Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is the Runner's World Podcast. Welcome to the Runner's World Podcast with me, Rick Pearson. And me, Ben Hobson. Today we're speaking with Jimmy Watkins about running and rock and roll. Good stuff. Jimmy Watkins, rock and roll. He's very rock and roll. I tell you, his, uh, his running reviews, which we'll talk about later on, are just just unbelievable amount of energy that he's he's uh (laughs) producing while running he's he's kind of he's shouting incredible things about um punk albums while sort of six minute miling not many people can do that it's a very niche reviewing system (laughs) though isn't it well you say that ben but it's it's caught on a bit you know like he he was on six he's on six music you know uh, uh talking about this but i mean yeah you're right it's um it's not something that your your common or garden uh, DJ can can do, I shouldn't think. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, how have you been, mate? What's been going on? Oh, actually, I had a quite an interesting weekend. I went for, I'm going to say, 30 kilometres or 18.5 miles in, in old money uh, run to, to Elton Palace, which are one of the more, um, I'd say, underrated palaces of, of London. It's not, it's not kind of up there with Hampton Court, but it is a genuine palace. Genuinely uh, never heard of it. Yeah. No, genuinely, I've never heard of it. Exactly, yes, in South East London, and uh, yeah, yeah, followed the Capital Ring, which is a a sort of nice uh, route, as we know. And then, uh, probably more interesting was I was running in a one hundred percent cotton tie dye t shirt, which is which was new to me. And uh, you bloody hippie! (laughs) Yeah, it was. uh, It's well, Jimmy Watkins, uh, our guest week, is partly to blame because he was he was talking about the benefits of running in cotton because he said it's like. It, it kind of really illustrates your effort because you have you sweat more in cotton and it kind of becomes this sort of tapestry of your own effort. So, uh, so yeah, it was, I was running in, uh, yeah, running in a cotton t-shirt and uh, ah, it, it was hot. I'll be honest, it, it had some appeal. It had a kind of, um, I don't know, a kind of DIY reckless appeal to it. But yeah, I'm probably going to go back to the, the synthetic stuff. I think. Well, a little story for you. Last time I ran in a last time I ran in a cotton t-shirt was actually a, a press event and I, I was unprepared to do running and then it was it, it was it was it was to demo some it was actually for I think four percents when they just become a fly knit version of the four percent anyway we were in Berlin Nike were taking us to Berlin it was ahead of the um, European champs or world champs can't remember and anyway we were in a warehouse in Berlin suitable uh, it was hotter than the sun and I was in a cotton <laughs> t-shirt and I I was doing treadmill sprints in some four percents to try and uh to try and emulate Kipchoge's <laughs> speed. This was probably prior to breaking two. And um, it was one of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because the T-shirt I was wearing was a, probably a day old. And I stank. Mm. Absolutely, <laughs> like, there's a reason why sweat wicking stuff and, and like polygene and all those sorts of coatings really help. Because this T-shirt was offensive. And then I just happened to meet Paula Radcliffe. 
So that was oh. good. So I met Paula Radcliffe while stinking. So <laughs> there's a lesson for everyone who wants to go running in a cotton t-shirt. Make sure it's washed and don't meet legends. Yeah, that, that's fair enough. Yeah, I guess I was just running with my my best mate who was also in a cotton t-shirt. Because <laughs> uh, they also smells. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then we we finished at Crystal Palace and, and we, we had a we had an outdoor pint, which I think I think oh. the outdoor element of that was was key very actually. Yeah, very yeah, key. That's very good. All right, good. Some other good running to to talk about, or in fact, much better running because uh, I guess yeah. the, the the Diamond League was. Yes. Uh, Oh, we can on uh, on the BBC on iPlayer, which is which is great to see, and yeah, some amazing performances. Yeah, yeah it was really good. Um, yeah, from a British perspective, which I suppose we should touch upon, you know, jingoism. Uh, Laura Muir, <laughs> Laura Muir broke the British record for a thousand meters, and Jake Whiteman is now the second fastest Brit over fifteen hundred meters, uh, behind only Sir Mo. So that's that's incredible. Even more thoroughly extraordinary, perhaps, is is Joshua Chepchigay. Um, his record-breaking performance over 5,000 metres. Yeah. Um, breaking Kenisa Bekele's long-standing record by two seconds. So just, you know, bringing it home in, in 12 minutes, 35 seconds, 0.36. So, you know, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched James, like, um, they were sort of breaking it down, how quick it was. Because obviously, like, you hear, like, 12, it's obviously just sort of mind-blowingly quick. And they were like... He's basically running like really close to four minute miling like three times, and, and then and then a little bit of a little bit of change. So it's like, you know, I guess you know, sixty years ago, whatever, like the four minute mile was looked at as this impossible um, human achievement, and now it's mm. you've got to run, you've almost got to run three of them to uh, to break this record. Amazing! It's phenomenally quick, phenomenal. Like if you actually think about, if you, I mean. It's amazing on the TV, especially like long shots and stuff where they, when you shoot across the track and you can kind of, you sort of, it gives you a, a, it perhaps loses the sense of the speed at which people are doing that. But blimey, that's, that is, that is shifting. You'd really want to not try and keep up if you were like um, amateurish. That's, that's incredible. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he was lapping like, um, the Swiss, the Swiss bloke at the end was kind of clapping him on and, and the Swiss guy looked like comparatively like he was jogging but was undoubtedly going to finish in something like you know 13 20 some kind of ridiculously quick time but yeah it was amazing um and had that kind of Kipchoge-esque kind of effortlessness about it you know just sort of smiling and very very relaxed and um could seemingly go quicker which is amazing because he, uh, he's still young as well and um yeah he's he's really really exciting I think and, and maybe you know maybe in a few years time might step up to to the marathon like a lot of a lot of these east african runners do you know do do great things over 5k and 10k and then yeah. do the marathon so yeah, yeah exciting the and then that'll be good um news closest to home ultra runner dan yeah. lawson ran from land's end to john O'Groats uh in nine days 21 hours and 14 minutes and two seconds yeah just amazing and i guess a lot of people are, are sort of saying this is this is actually the the fastest time because um officially the guinness world record is held by andy rivet back in 2002 and it's a staggering nine days two hours um yeah. but there's lots of uh there's quite a lot of doubt uh around particularly in the ultra running circles that, that say there's a kind of lack of evidence for um for his run it was obviously pre-strava so some of that is understandable but also some people cite um rivet's sort of lack of world-class ultra running pedigree whereas right. lots of people who hold the record before and after um a world-class ultra runner so um i mean look, it, it is officially a world record but there's definitely um there's definitely a lot of people who, who, who are questioning it um but yeah f- spectacular spectacular effort from 
Dan Lawson. He also is the guy who behind um, rerun clothing. So you know that kind of where they kind of recycle old T-shirts to to make a a new one. So he does a lot of good stuff in running. So it's great to see him uh, to to do that. Yeah, that's incredible, incredible. That's a, he must have been doing what like God eighty mile days or something. Yeah, at least I think, I think it's more like ninety miles a day. Yeah, God, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Like one yeah, of those, really one of those is good, and then it's like, wow, you got to do like nine of those <laughs> in a row. Good lord! So yeah, I caught up with Jimmy to talk about um, running and rock and roll, and also his running reviews. But I think I really need to uh, to play the listener a little um, sample of these running reviews just just to bring them to life, so we can get a sense of the kind of the energy that that Jimmy's bringing to this experience. It's savage and sexy. This one's really melodic, no? It's really poppy. Oh, we are flying, honestly. This song must be what it's like to be the air trapped inside an Easter egg. It's like opening the cupboards in a caravan and all your cereal just falls out and you just get down and eat it off the floor. So there you have it. Right, it's just time to welcome our, our guest of the week. Guest of the week, here in the studio. Guest of the week, sometimes on the phone. Could be an athlete, could be a physio or a Jimmy Watkins' CV includes running for Team GB, fronting the Vega Bodegas rock band, and now reviewing albums while running. His recent running reviews have caught the attention of Lauren Laverne and the BBC, and he's here to tell us more about running, rock and roll, and his new running club, Running Punk. So, Jimmy, welcome back to the Runners World podcast. Yes, thank you for having me back. I'm, I'm extra excited to return. That's great. Yeah, was, well, I think it was just over a year, or around a year ago, that we had you on the first time. You just kind of returned to running and done a, a sub-35 minute um 10k but can you give us a quick um kind of recap on your on your journey back to running i guess yeah so um a quick recap would be that i let myself go for a good 10 years <laughs> um, as my hair fell out my my belly got bigger uh, and then my wife bought me a photograph of me on the start line from the world championships in 2006 i saw it felt a mixture of guilt and the need to get healthy again and i started running on january the 1st 2019 that's when I started running again and I just took it slow and steady consistent and then I ran yeah 34 minute 10 kilometer and there's been no turning back since and I guess one of the one of the big things that's happened since then is is these running reviews that I mentioned in the intro can you give us a, a quick um yeah quick overview of what what they are and kind of the idea behind it yeah so um part of the reason I started running was to clear some mental clutter that's why I wanted to run. I wanted to feel good mentally. Um, and when the lockdown started, it was kind of like I'd stepped into a mirror. I felt safe at home and comfortable at home. And when I was out running, that was when yeah. I was struggling. It was kind of gone the other way around. So I just needed a distraction. It was as simple as that. I needed a distraction. So I put a vote on Twitter um, asking someone to recommend an album I've never heard before. And I ran to it. And obviously, the winner of the first ever vote was Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I announced that I was going to run for the Spice Girls and just people said, you need to film it. You need to film your reaction to that. So that's what I did. Kind of edited the video thinking to myself, I can't put this online. This makes no sense at all. This is just a guy running around Tlenethli in a floral Hawaiian shirt shouting at the Spice Girls. Um, I put it online and then it was just people asking, you need to do another one. And it's just, you know, just gone from there, really. Have you had any great musical discoveries for doing this? Do you feel like you've kind of broadened your musical horizons? hundred percent i used to be before lockdown i would have said my least favorite genre ever is metal and 
I kind of can't get enough of metal at the moment. I'm, I don't know. There's something, I think metal is one of those genres where it's like without even listening to it, you think you know what it's all about. You think I get metal and it's not for me. It's not for me. I don't want to walk around in a black hoodie in the rain feeling sorry for myself. I'm not into extreme sports and throwing devil signs in my fingers. But you listen to it and the, like I listened to Metallica and I was just thinking these guys are surprisingly sensitive and there's, there's like a kind of, I don't know, like they just feel like teddy bears who need a hug and that's what I like. So yeah, that, that's interesting because I, I would have, yeah, my, my impression is of metal is that I went to one Slipknot gig and felt <laughs> and felt pretty, I, I was wearing black, I felt like I had to wear black, but I did feel very out of place and it was a bit like, wow, this is, but it's one of the more memorable gigs I've been to. I think there's there's that there's that aspect, but I just, um, yeah, on record, I, I haven't ventured into the metal genre, but maybe I need to. Yeah, kind of, I did a Slipknot review and it's the only running review I've done where I had to stop the album. I just, it wasn't for me. Slipknot <laughs> wasn't for me at all. It was like, um, I described it as in-your-face nihilism. It was just, ah, oh, it was real tough going. But what I'm doing is like, I run the stuff I've never heard. And I think if you're going to experience something for the first time while you're running, you can't really go wrong with metal. Um it's, it's, it's perfect. It just grabs your attention and it's great for just diving into. And like, I just try and find something to love in it. And metal just, I don't know, it seems to offer a lot that I can just talk about and, and it helps you run fast. Have you had any reaction from the bands? Do any of them know that you're doing this? Yeah, it's that, that kind of is where this thing has grown. Um, I did a running review of a hip hop band called Run the Jewels. Uh, who released like the, the new album Run the Jewels 4 and it was kind of when America was in turmoil um, when you had the riots and the Black Lives Matter movement was going on and I reviewed their album uh, which was almost as if they'd gone forward in time and written it to, to be really like important for now so I ran to it, uh, reviewed it, put it online and then I kind of, I went for a walk, I put my phone down, I left my phone at home I went for a walk around the reservoir, my wife and son I came back and I had about like over a hundred notifications on my phone. <laughs> I was thinking, what parking ticket haven't I paid now? <laughs> uh, and I looked in and it was Run the Jewels. They'd retweeted it and it just, yeah, they were kind of the first band to share one of the reviews I'd done of them. And since then, it's kind of uh, a lot of bands, like one of my favorite bands, Idols, have been sharing. I've been doing like a single review for each single they've released. They've been sharing it and it's just, I think, if you're in a band and you see it, you just think, I've never seen anything like this. What What is going on here? There's a guy, he's talking in a language, he's got an accent which is a bit like Lord of the Rings. What What is he? He's half man, half hobbit, and he's running around the woods scrouting, um, shouting about hip-hop. So, yeah. Uh, and t- tell, tell me about Lauren Laverne picking this up as well, right? Because you, you're actually, you're on the, the radio talking about this stuff. Yeah, um, Lauren Laverne put a picture on Twitter of Joe Strummer running the London Marathon. And um, it was a colour version of basically a black and white photo that me and my friend Rodri had seen when we started Running Punks. So I kind of, I went on the Running Punks Instagram and I said, now's a chance. You all need to tag Lauren Laverne and tell her about Running Punks because if she's in, I know she's into running and she's obviously into music. So a couple of people just tagged her in there and then, you know, she just picked it up and, and said she loved this. She talked about it on the radio the next day. And then I had a message off her and she just said, can you record a two minute segment to go on the radio? And yeah, it's just amazing. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Running Punks, Jimmy, because um, 
I know that's that's a kind of club or community that you started what about just over a year ago is that fair in yeah in November I think it was November last year um, and what, what's the sort of philosophy behind what how do you become a running punk uh everybody's a running punk you're, you're born a running punk and you just forget how to be a running punk I think um it's about I, me and me and my friend Rodri started it from the point of view that we both used to be in bands well he's we both still are in bands I'm afraid sorry um but we both love to run and it's just kind of I noticed it particular like when I was going on tour a lot it would be really hard to to exercise while you're on tour or you felt that you would enter this world now by being in a band where it was no longer compatible with exercise uh and it, it was just we just wanted people to think like no matter what you do in life no matter what your job is or you know what your interests are you can still run running will fit with anything and, and that's how it started really it's just i don't know we're just trying to encourage anybody and everybody to run and just just kind of have a good time when they're doing it and, and not overthink it it's not about running personal best it's just about improving yourself really and and um how, how's it work do you guys meet up like on a, on a weekly basis or is it, is it like a lot like just an online thing yeah it's, it started as an online community so we went down the usual channels twitter instagram things like that um and then we were just posting videos just 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 trying to be cool and just trying to present running in a different way and kind of during the lockdown it's grown because obviously more and more people are into running. So we started a running club in Cardiff now, which um, goes every Sunday in Cardiff. But we've, we've got running punks all over the world. We've got, there's a few in Melbourne. There's a, there's a couple in America now. I know there's like uh, three people in Florida who have signed up to running punks, like, you know, like buying a kit and just kind of letting us know what they run into, what, you know, what music they're listening to. So we're looking at kind of getting running punks run clubs all around the world. That's great. That's great. Uh, you mentioned that one one of the reasons that you've um, that you got back into running was that you wanted to, well, I guess in some way, like improve your your mental health. Is that is that a kind of dimension of of running punks as well? Have you found that a lot of people are coming to the club for for that reason as well as just to get fit? Yeah, yeah. I'd say it's kind of when when people say they want to get fit, I I automatically see it as a from the point of view that they want to improve their their well being. It's not like they want to get fit, is it? So they can run a sub three hour marathon this it's like i for me like when people say they want to get fit it just means they want to feel better in themselves and i think like the the link between your body and your mind is just you know it's 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 one isn't it it's it's the same thing so um but you get people saying there was a there's a girl i did a plan for and she said i did it like a six-week training plan and at the end she said it's the first time she's come off antidepressants for a couple of years and it, yeah, yeah it's just it's just making people feel better that's great to it's interesting you say there about um, communicating about running in, in a in a different way because I think probably t- traditionally the idea of running has been that it's quite a sort of straight laced activity and maybe some of the the media around that has reflected that. But do, do you think actually that running is kind of rock and roll in its own way? I kind of I have this I it's like a joke I tell not a joke but it's something I wind up my friends with and I keep saying that running is it in danger of becoming the new golf. and i feel like things like strava are turning the whole world into golf courses they go out and do the same loop every time and they mark it down like a golf scorecard and then when when someone beats a strava segment on their run it's like someone's gone you know below par more than they have on a certain hole so they go out and try and reclaim that hole and it's just like i don't know it's 
and like golf is it's kind of almost more about the equipment you're using than mm. like how you feel when you're doing it uh and i've always just thought like running is i've never been interested in really one way in or or my diet um i just i'm drawn to running because of how it makes me feel and kind of what it makes me think and yeah how how it motivates me creative uh in a creative way as well yeah, well, on that front, do you find that, I mean, as well as like reviewing music, you, you are in a band as well. Do you, do you have like creative ideas while you're, while you're out on the run? Oh, pretty much all of them. Uh, pretty, yeah, all of them. Um, like the only time I really run to music is when I'm doing the running reviews. Um, most of the time it's just no headphones on. And I, I, just, I just go and I just run around and I just think and I come back with all these ideas. I just write down straight away. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of, I can't. I don't understand where ideas came from before I started running again. It's, it's bizarre. This is the Runner's World Podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Yeah, that's great. That I mean, I was wondering. I mean, the, the, the running reviews I've heard you do—they're they're pretty positive, Jimmy. You know, you're, you're, um, there's lots of energy, and you're saying really nice things about music. Have you have you done any negative ones, or have you have any anyone come back at you and say, well, "I can't believe you, you didn't get our album. You didn't understand it." <laughs> I've done um, a few negative ones. Uh, and I kind of, I, f- I felt bad about doing it. I was, because I got this thing, and it's something I mentioned on when I was on the Lauren Laverne show was that I, it's, I know it sounds crazy, but it's like music knows when you're making an effort. And part of the reason I think you love music so much when you're younger is because you had to work to buy the buy the records, buy the CDs. Like I used to cut all the grass in my street. I used to wash people's cars so I could go to Woolworths or whatever and buy a CD. So I put like an effort in, and I felt like. I liked everything at the time and everything I bought, I liked because I'd worked hard for it. And I think running to music is like that now. It's like I put the effort in, like I'm, I'm puffing my cheeks, I'm, I'm sweating, 
and it's almost as if what's on the headphones like knows you're working hard for this you're going to enjoy it i'm going to reward you yeah so yeah. i'm definitely liking stuff that i wouldn't usually like if i was just sat at home one eye on the telly one like just like not really concentrating on the music um so that's why i get really disappointed when i'm running i'm really focused on it and then i don't like it so there's been a few like uh slipknot i couldn't i couldn't run to a full slipknot album it was it was tough going marilyn manson i couldn't i finished his album but it, i did 18 kilometers running to an album that's ridiculous no no one should write an album that's 18 kilometers long it's, <laughs> it's uh and then there's a band called Glassjaw who i didn't like and i got a lot of stick for not liking those and i, I still feel bad about it but and that was a weird one because I ran really well, but I just really didn't enjoy the music. I think I ran to get away from my own head. <laughs> I like the idea of, of a of an album being um, being measured on by kilometres. Not not how many tracks is it? You know, it's roughly it's roughly about sort of twelve kilometres. Yes, I think record labels should sign bands based on the distance of their music. So it'd be like, oh, this is our ten kilometre band. This is our five k band, and that, that's how it should work. Definitely. <laughs> Always thought if you had a running band, a good name would be the the Iliotibial band. But that's a nice in joke. <laughs> yes, the injury that everybody has. Yeah, yeah. I think a joke only understood by by runners. I think, but you know that doesn't matter. That's all right, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what's um what's next on the running front? I mean, it's hard, isn't it? At the minute, like with races being cancelled and the rest of it. Have you have you got in an ideal world like um, a race you want to do or a challenge you're trying to complete? Uh, there's a trail uh, that kind of goes from my house to the middle of Wales, and I think it's about 50 miles. I nice. I running that. I just, I don't know why. I'm mostly inspired by people like Damien Hall and just and my, my good friend Harry Jones. Just, I'm kind of drawn to the ultra world, even though I've never really run a marathon. So, <laughs> But, um, yeah, races is strange. It's kind of, I know I'm running well at the moment, uh, and I think part of that is due to the fact that I'm really enjoying my running because I'm just having a good time doing it. Uh, and it's kind of, I, I'm i happy with that and I don't feel a need to race at the moment. So I think I'm just looking for, yeah, kind of strange challenges, maybe to set myself or when, when ultras are back up and running, I, I won't mind giving one of those a go, I think. I think that's one of the reasons people are drawn to Jimmy is that you do, you do sort of have this sense of joy when you run. If anyone was like, Felt like they'd hit a bit of a, a funk and they and they weren't enjoying the running. Have you learned anything for your own experience about how you can kind of reinvigorate um, what you're doing? Yeah, um, I would say uh, it, when I get tired, I I don't stop running. I just run less. Okay. And, yeah. And slower. And I, I I don't think like stopping altogether is the answer. I think because you can you can feel a bit rubbish then because you haven't run. So so at the moment. I had like a, a week where I ran to the same hardcore metal band for a week. I did four of the albums and I finished it and my legs were cooked. So I've just been doing 20 minute runs. So I, one thing I do a lot is I run the time instead of distance. I never, I never really worry about the distance when I leave the house. Um, cause I just think part of the reason people can feel down and a bit sluggish is that without being aware of it, they're always setting themselves a goal. So if they think, I need to go out and run eight kilometres, you will run that eight kilometres like you're emptying the dishwasher. Yeah, yeah. We'll try and get it done as soon as possible yeah. without being aware of it. Yeah. And uh, the people I do plans for now, I send them their plans and 
the first thing I would say is you haven't put the distance for my runs. And it's like, just don't worry about it. Just do an hour run. You can't speed up an hour. An hour will pass no matter what. And I think that's how I look at running. I always think that I just, it sounds crazy, but I think so many people go out chasing running, chasing results, chasing their fitness. But if you run in terms of time, like running will come towards you in a weird way. <laughs> I don't know. No, I like that. that makes sense. So I just let running come to me. And then when I feel good again, that's, that's when I feel good. I, I just let it happen. I mean, that's great, Jimmy. You've, you've experienced like the complete other end of that, right? You know, like f- through international standard training, which must have been super intense and, and very like, you must have followed like a training schedule religiously and all the rest of it, I would think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, I think, I think that's cool when, when you're a youngster. And at the time you're growing up and you've got friends the same age as you who are playing football and rugby. And all the sport that people around you are doing is really goal orientated. And I think if you were suddenly doing something which wasn't like that, you'd you'd feel a bit left out, a bit lonely. Um, but certainly now, like just every I'm thirty seven, I'm nearly thirty eight. Everyone's got better stuff to do with their lives. So just ditch the goals and just just run for fun. I like that. I think that's good. And I think like you say, it, that does, running for fun doesn't necessarily equate running slowly or not hitting a certain time for running i think quite often your best running can happen when you're when you're in a good mood and you're enjoying it for sure yeah yeah definitely and and part of the reason i think people are connecting to the running reviews and definitely the reason i'm enjoying doing it is because like, i've only become aware of it afterwards but i've realized that so much talk is about like the kit you're wearing um trainers you're wearing but no one really talks about like how they're feeling when they run in i do you know what i mean and i, I you know in a way that's what the running reviews are it's just I'm having feelings and memories and the music is triggering them. I got a camera stuck in my face and I'm just shouting about how I'm feeling at that particular time when I'm running. And, and I find that like I'm running faster. I'll, I'll be running and I'll be talking out loud and I'm realizing, do you know what? I feel really good. And this song is reminding me of being 18 years old, going on a date or, yeah. you know, putting wet look gel in my hair. And I'll just <laughs> notice the pace, the pace picks up without even thinking about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you you don't have to take yourself seriously to run fast. You just have to, I, I think, you just have to respect or appreciate what's going through your mind while you're exercising. And if you're feeling good, you, you'll kind of run good. Yeah, I think that's great. If, if people want to find out more about um, Running Punks, all the running reviews, wh- where, where do they go? Um, my Twitter is Biggie Timkins. Um, you can find, I post everything on there, or Running Punks is at Running Punks. We've got a website, runningpunks.com uh we're on instagram facebook yeah just just find us just google running punks and and you'll find a bunch of people running like they're in a mosh pit <laughs> jimmy thanks so much for for your time and coming back on the run as well podcast it's always brilliant to, to chat with you and I, hopefully we can we can speak again once um well you'll probably be a a kind of a music reviewer to the stars by that point i should think <laughs> be, I, there's there's talk of running during gigs on a treadmill on stage and i'm well <laughs> <laughs> I, I could be like a hype man but on a treadmill instead i think that sounds good or we, or we could form the iliotibial band as well of course i think we should definitely do that <laughs> definitely do that and our first album can be called foam roller under the stairs <laughs> ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.